Glenn Prada, CEO, mortgage banker. How are you, brother? Good. God bless you. Thank you for having me on. Glad that you're here, uh, uh, Glenn. And let me ask you this now. How long have you been in business? Tell us a bit, bit about uh, what you do and uh, the name of your company and how to engage with you if we're so inclined. Absolutely. Appreciate the opportunity. I've been actually in, in the business since I've got out of the military in uh, 2003. And uh, we kind of saw everything that was going on during the subprime era and, and uh, lived through that. I always tell people that we should have made shirts that said I survived subprime. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, we, I've seen the, the terrible, terrible effects of what greed can do in the industry. And so uh, we've lost, like many, many other people, we've lost properties and we saw how everything just fell apart. And um, we still we still made it through. And you you still made it through, Glenn. How did you make it through? We weren't doing what everybody else was doing. You know, I, I was in in the office when uh, I would hear that the the, the office in the thirteenth floor. We were in the twelfth floor. Got raided. So everyone, the the FBI would raid them, and people getting arrested, and you know, people who were, were committing fraud. So yeah. the mortgage industry, and Glenn, I was a part of that mortgage industry back when we were making loans to everybody. I mean, we were Absolutely. actually building credit files and all of those types of things. And, and make we actually created subprime loans because the government said you could. Has that changed now? Subprime now is called non-QM. That's, that's, it's still here. And what does, tell everybody, what does that mean? Non-QM is non-qualified mortgages. It's another name for subprime. It's still products that are interest only, 40 years, no, no income verification. They just call it non-QM now. Wow. Now, 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 does that help hurt our economy? Talk to us. It helps if you do it right. Right. I think what, what people were doing wrong is it didn't if, if you really didn't financially qualify to own a house, they would still put you in a house and then they would just set you up for failure and you foreclose and lose your home. So I think that these products now, since there is more regulation in mortgages, it's just putting it right, structuring the loan right for the person that actually would need it. And it's a good a good vehicle mortgage product that they can use to qualify but to, to, to use it aside from that, then that would be a problem. If we look at the uh, interest rates, mortgages, banks banks are, ordering, uh, um, are offering now on mortgages, we're talking now going up to five, five and a half, five and a half percent, whereas two years ago you were talking three, three and a half uh, percent. Glenn, uh, is this a trend that is brought in by the Biden administration and does it appear to be worsening, or do we look at a, a, a silver lining in this? Talk to us. Listen, in January, um, we were going to do a re, we were doing a lot of refinances um, for for like VA loans and FHA loans. Mind you, that everyone in my office were all military, right? Myself, I'm an Army veteran, and all the loan officers they're Marines. So we, we do a lot with VA loans. The right. rates were like like two point five, two point six seven five. Today, they're like high fours, and low fives. And I've even seen rates at six already. Wow. So it's, it's, 
it's just uh, taken up. I have other, not to name the lenders, but other lenders that have taken away help or resources uh, that they would give to the to the buyer, to the consumer, uh, help for closing costs. They've taken that away because of inflation, because of uh, the, the market industry right now. It's 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 not looking good, right? It's not looking good. So we really, I, I've heard that possibly in the third quarter. We might see the rates to drop just a little bit, but really we're not we're not that sure. But we have to really we, we have to really look at it. You have to keep in mind that the market does follow politics. You know, Glenn. Speaking of that, and glad that you opened it. That's a very good caveat. The, the caveat into where I want to go with our conversation. You said the market many times uh, follows the politics. Uh, the politics that we're seeing coming out of this administration, at least, I won't say Joe Biden because I don't believe he's the instigator of the politics. But uh, what it, are we seeing happening? We see meat prices, gas prices. You just look anywhere uh, as far as that's concerned. What do you contribute the ill of our economy uh, to at this point? Oh, from printing all that money. Printing right? the money. Printing the, printing the money. So it, it, people have to understand, and this is where it, sometimes the left just doesn't get it. That when you pay for something, you give stuff for free, and you, and you want to uh, offer stuff like they wanted to do with the, the so-called infrastructure bill, right? That's that's trillions of dollars. Tell and us that. Tell us the Glenn Parada story. Uh, tell us uh, about your family and how you come to serve us. Uh, in the military. Speak to us. Absolutely. Well, my father was, was a minister uh, for the Assemblies of God, and um, well, he, he's still preaching to this day. Uh, we were born in El Salvador. We came here to, to El Salvador. We went to New Jersey. That's where we uh, originally stayed at. And uh, our family uh, was a family of bakers in El Salvador. So mm-hmm. I remember one time my father telling me that the offering goes to the church. You have to make your own money very entrepreneurial spirit my father had. I give him a lot of credit to that. So at a very young age, I, I would do bread. I would come back from middle school and help my dad with the business and make bread. And uh, I would sell everything from Salvadoran sweet bread to to uh, Bibles and stickers just to help the family. Wow. And, and as, as I grew up, I was very patriotic. You know, my father was very patriotic as well. We were very thankful. Uh, to summarize that for everything that was going on in the war in El Salvador during the Rock, uh, Ronald Reagan years, we gave him a lot of credit to open the doors for Salvadorians to come here during the 80s. So when I grew up, the first thing I wanted to do was give back to the country. So I signed up for the United States Army, and I signed up as a 19K, which is an armored tanker. Wow. Wow. Well, you know what, Glenn? Uh, one of the things, one of the great weaknesses that I have in life is bread. I love pastries. I love bread. And I I have to work out hard to stay in shape, man. But uh, I I can't wait to to, to sample some of that Salvadorian Salvadorian sweet bread, man. That just sounds great to me. And uh, can you make it yourself? Yeah, it's it's funny you ask because um, I'm actually revamping my, my, my father's old bakery business, which is called Rich's Bakery. And I'm going to put it in West Palm Beach. It's going to have all the Salvadorian breads there, also Mexican breads, and also Salvadorian and Nicaraguan food. 
I and Annie will be regulars. <laughs> I assure you of that. And so, but brother, brother, let's let's talk about then El Salvador. Let's talk about that uh, uh, for a minute. I understand that there is a, a new political party, a new political movement that's going on in El Salvador. And I want you to uh, to uh, express to or talk to us in the way that you can about it. Well, I'm president of one of the largest conservative party, if not the largest conservative party in El Salvador right now. That is, if you would, to put it in different terms, it's like an extension of the Republican Party there, right? It's a huge conservative movement, and it's built up from people that live in El Salvador and people that we call the diaspora that have left El Salvador and live in the United States and Australia and different parts of the world. So being born in El Salvador and living somewhere else, you have dual citizenship. And no matter where you are, you can always vote in El Salvador. So that's the combination of, of what, what the party is, is is made out of. So it's called EUP, Estamos Unidos por la Patria, which means we are united for, for the country. And it's just, it's it's rapid fire, brother. I mean, God is good and, and because people are conservative in El Salvador. And when you talk about conservatism in El Salvador, you're talking about fiscally conservative and morally religious conservatives. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. Because we know the value of a dollar and how hard it is to work. Right? We 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 believe in God. Right? In those in the country, El Salvador. I don't know if you know this, but abortion is is illegal. Uh, same sex marriage is illegal. Right, so they have those conservative uh, ideologies, which is something that I, that I've been talking to a lot of people about. Because when when they come here, somewhere between the line, they switch. Wow! And it, it's and but it's just where they get their information from, and they go from listening to the news back at home, which could be more conservative, believe it or not, than listening to the news here, which is like Univision and Telemundo. That's more liberal. And, you know, uh, one of the things that you and I uh, initially talked about was doing something uh, that can convey a different message. And we'll continue that conversation offline. But uh, do when when people come here as immigrants and I want to ask you about the uh, what I call the invasion of our southern border. And I want to see how you speak to it. But but when you you talk about um, uh, hard work. And when we talk about uh, people knowing the difference between uh, a, a society where you can raise your children in, uh, what is it then that causes uh, people to change? Is it the, the news media? I know that many who come to this country from uh, Central America in particular, the first news they get is from Telemundo or Univision or something of that nature. Is, are they propagandist in uh, their presentation of America to those who are coming here? Talk to us. It's the mindset. It's, it's 100% the mindset. I, and I'll tell you where, where I'm coming from. When the market crashed in, in the 2009 and we had to restart again, I left. It, it, during that time, it was I was in Maryland. I, I went back to Jersey because that's those are my roots. Right? So let me go back to Jersey. That's where everything began. When I went back to Jersey and I went to a church there, the advice that they gave me was completely 
I was so distraught that go get a bike, go work for $5 an hour, go do this, go do that. The mindset that they had on how to live and how to start life was just to set you up for failure, to be in that cycle. The advice wasn't entrepreneur, wasn't individualism, wasn't any of that. It was just to be succumb to the, the government and you, to be in a box, right? So it's a mindset of, of what sometimes the, the, the generational, like they say, right? That they pass it on from generation. Just bad advice. You have defended <laughs> you, know, you have defended our country in uniform and the people that work for you are the very same type of individuals. So from your perspective, tell us how does it uh, how did it come about then that our southern border is being overrun by all kinds of people from all over the world what do we do then in light of what you've just said to 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 uh, fix a mindset that obviously going to infect millions who are coming in this country speak to us about it the problem is starts in mexico in Mexico, they give you the pamphlets. I don't know if you've seen the pamphlets on how to cross the border and where to go. They literally give you pamphlets. They have to stop a Biden and helping coyotes to get people across. They have to. They have to be as strict on their borders like they are with, when when other when other people come into Mexico to stay and live. Because Mexico is not a friendly government to illegal immigrants that stay in Mexico, and a lot of people don't know that. But when they buy people to, to to cross over into our country, then that's 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 problem number one. And problem number two is it's we have to protect our borders. You know, I, I just saw a documentary the other day of someone who walked to the border because they have like a uh, like a tour, and the tour is to experience what an illegal immigrant experiences crossing the border. And uh, I don't know if you've seen it. And they they go through the tour. They get you know robbed. It's all staged, but just for the experience, they get robbed. Uh, they the narc the narcs are there, and but when they get to the border, it's and it's open. They just literally cross right over. Wow! So just just to defend, and and I'm I'm all for taking the national guard to the border. Just defend our borders. Let me ask you this, Glenn. Uh, El Salvador, what are the, compare the uh, immigration laws there to here. I think it'd be interesting for our people to, to hear that. So here in, in the United States, you have, uh, people can claim asylum, right? I think it's one of the most uh, nicest, I guess, immigration policies that, that you can have. Uh, in El Salvador, it's not really anything that, that compares to that as much. It's just going through the process, comparing it here to the United States. You have U visas. I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with U visas. Um, U visas is if you come here across illegally and you're part of a, a victim of a crime, they give you papers. Wow. Wow. Right? Wow. And so go ahead. Th- th- there's a lot of opportunity here in the United States and any other country in the world, including El Salvador. Uh, and that's why people come here. And that's why people come here, because of the opportunity with the influx of those uh, from around the world into this country and uh, even from Ukraine. And by the way, Glenn, I don't know if you know this, but Ukrainians uh, starting Monday who are coming trying to cross into the United States 
through the through the Mexican border, they they're not the the U.S. is not going to allow them to come in. Now I don't I don't I don't understand the the logic behind that, but something just does not seem right. How do we? Uh, I know that you're a man of faith. I know that uh, you know how to link the political to that and and how it should be, in my estimation. I think that's what Christ was all about. He came on and he took on the Sadducees and the Pharisees and got him crucified, but that's why there was a resurrection. Is there uh, necessary uh, now for us to see a resurrection in pastors and you're the you're you're a pk you're a preacher's kid is there a a, a net is it necessary necessary uh now to see a resurrection in the the pulpit absolutely i visit i visited a new assemblies of god church um in this past easter and the pastor had a great sermon and he talked about the woke and cancel culture and connected it together beautifully to the crowd that uh, went in about a bus instead of Jesus to be set free. And if we had more pastors that can just connect the dots for people who just don't see it, that this woke cancel culture, this ideology, this what's going on right now, it's, it's from saying this from the, the devil. It's, if they can just continue to just educate them, because sometimes a lot, of, especially in the Spanish churches, they're single issue voters and they get emotionally uh, attached to the, just the immigration laws, but they forget about everything else or they give the blind eye. And, and unfortunately, the, the left keeps make, making promises to them and they never, never give it to them. Uh, so it, it's the, the, the pastor should definitely start preaching more about that. You know, uh, Glenn, I've been watching this political process for a long time, and what you have just said is absolutely right. Uh, the only thing that has been promised uh, to the people who have voted for that Democrat ticket, especially those in the minority community, black people in particularly, is the fact that they promised, Lyndon Johnson promised this one thing, that if we capture that black vote, you'll have it for nearly 200 years. And well, you, go you ahead. said it nicely. You said it nicely. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, you said it nicely. Yeah, what he really said, I, I'm not yeah. going to say. And, <laughs> but, uh, but you're absolutely right. And, uh, and, and talk to us then about this because folks like you and I we suffer the slings and arrows from those who want us to be politically correct where did that come from has it infiltrated our schools are our children actually victims of what has been known as politically correct the woke generation how do how does that look 10 years from now how does that look 20 years from now Glenn Parada I don't think it will last that long because even the the left celebrities per se like look at dave chappelle he was probably with it in the beginning but now he's completely against it even bill mayor which i met one time in in, in dc uh he's not with it he sounds almost conservative he really <laughs> if does. you hear him i'm, I'm you know? so surprised and mar that I, I i just cannot uh tell you but uh but in fact he was on with joe rogan uh, a couple a couple of uh, uh days ago and um I think there might be a real turnaround that's coming along, but does our nation need to come to Jesus? Talk to us. Absolutely. They have to stop 
trying to put the push Jesus away from from schools, like prayer in schools. Uh, stop trying to infiltrate our kids, right? This the, like the bill they they try to pass and have have little kids pick, uh, talk about gender identity and stuff. They keep attacking our kids, and that's part of this woke culture, this cancel culture. Like everything offends them, right? Back in the day, and I I, I loved how things were just. If you look at politics during the the Bush and Clinton era, it it was. They just tell it how it is, whether you liked it or not. Absolutely. But no right. one, no one was offended, you know, because, you know, it, the, the pastor from, from this past Sunday says, no matter if you're offended or not, it doesn't change that it's the truth. Amen to that. The tr- right. You're, you're absolutely right. Amen to that. The truth remains. It's still true. I don't, I don't care how you try to cover it up and, uh, Dr. King once said that truth crushed to the ground will rise again. And so uh, that is what we're truth. seeing. That is what we're seeing. Give us your website. Give us how uh, people can engage with you and uh, tell us the, the name of your company again. Hey, you got a, you got a couple of minutes here to cro- to blow your own horn, brother. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So uh, you can find more information about me at glenparada.com. That's G-L-E-N-N, P as in Peter, A-R-A-D-A.com. And the mortgage business, which we were actually featured on Forbes as the first Hispanic and veteran-owned company on the island on Palm Beach, which is five minutes from Mar-a-Lago. Um, that, the company is called Parada Mortgage, and you can find us at Parada, that's P-A-R-A-D-A, mortgage, the word dot U-S. And, uh, you know, we're all military, you know. And to quick pitch, we close fast, <laughs> we service good, and everything's military-oriented. You know, I, but, uh, I really want to thank you and your men for uh, your, your, your men and women for the service that you have given to uh, our, our country. And I, I really, hey, folks, I really encourage you if you're down there where uh, in the uh, palm beach west palm area you check them out parada mortgage you check them out and it's, go ahead and tell us uh, that website again Glenn. sure it's parada mortgage.us that's p as in peter a r a d a mortgage spelled out dot us folks down there in uh, west palm and hey if you live a little bit uh, further north or south of west palm hey you still want to drop in says it closes quick ParadaMortgage.us. US, is that right, Glenn? Yes, that's right. God bless you and, and God keep you is my prayer for you. I uh, look forward to you. And I understand you got a birthday coming up, so early birthday wishes to you. Thank you. Thank and, you. God bless uh, you. Glenn Parada, many, many more. God bless and keep your family. Talk to you soon.